Hey y'all, welcome or welcome back to Small Talk with your host, J, J-A-I, you know, period, okay? <laughs> if you are new here, hi, I'm goofy and always giggling, so nice to meet you. I'm your host, Jay. Yay! <laughs> if you're not new here, thank you for coming back and thank you for so- showing your support. I really appreciate it and I would love for you to continue on with this journey with me to watch Small Talk grow as a podcast. So, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> thank you all, whoever you are, new or returning, for coming and tuning in today's episode. Um, as you see by the title, it says, Our Society Produces Carbon Copies. Love it. That was a handful. If you have a lisp, I am so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so that's today's title essentially the topic for today is going to talk about how the social system that we have built for ourselves in america does not always support genuine individuality and it could be a hard time for those who just want to show their creation show their art show who they are through art be a little bit vulnerable with their audience however they also want to survive on them producing their art. They don't want to have to work two, three jobs in order to support themselves just so that they can create art that they enjoy. You know, they want to keep that good work-life balance while including their creativity in their work, you know? Cool. So we're going to discuss how our social system doesn't really support that kind of mindset fully I'm not going to say it doesn't support it at all like there are different pockets in our social system that you can find and absolutely thrive in however if you don't have certain resources or if you don't have certain connections and networking skills and honestly a whole bunch of other stuff that could possibly help as an artist you may be stuck in a rut and you may you may go down a spiral of thinking oh snap like this isn't for me maybe I shouldn't be doing this also comparing yourself to other artists in your field but that's a conversation for a little bit later in this episode so the start of it we're talking about our social system and how they produce carbon copies carbon copies are literally the exact same replica over and over again So the conversation of today surrounds individuality and how that is being limited in our society. But what is individuality, you may ask, right? Okay, cool. Individuality is the quality or character of a particular person or thing that distinguishes it, that distinguishes them from others of the same kind, especially when strongly marked. So you're standing out. You could be a box full of pencils but you're the only pencil that is green with a bright red orange eraser and everybody else is just a regular number two pencil that is individuality you standing amongst the crowd even though it may seem like y'all are all the same kind of thing however society does not support that definition of individuality for western society individuality on a larger scale for 
mass consumption would be classified as the carbon copy individuals, if that makes any sense. So these individuals are not like us, the people who are consuming the media that they're in or producing, etc. However, amongst their small collective peers or other artists or other people in their industry, they are literally all the same. So carbon copy individuals are individuals that to us, the quote unquote regular folk, uh, are absolutely amazing. They stand out above the crowd because to us, they are like Jojo Bizarre characters. <laughs> they are a stand, okay? They're, you can you can spot that stand within the crowd. However, amongst their peers or amongst people that are a little bit well involved in the industry that they're in, like behind the scenes, they are just an everyday other person. There, it's not nothing really new about them. Yes, they may have talent, but that's about it. That's that's all it is. So the individuality that is being shown in the media is a controlled version of individuality majority of the time. So there are moments where you have certain people that are able to break through that copy and paste era um, and not go through that transition and be labeled or seen as just another X, Y, and Z of their field. And those individuals, we'll talk about a little bit later in the podcast because that's something that's really interesting on how they're able to balance being an actual genuine individual while catering to a mass consuming audience, right? But again, that's for a little bit later in this podcast. Um, The next thing I want to talk about when it comes to individuality is how does our social system limit that genuine individuality in the workforce? So this is more so on a, I'm trying to find a way to use words that don't have negative connotation with it because I'm having a hard time when I'm talking where I'm like, oh, the regular folks, civilians, like I feel like those words have a bit of a demeaning tone to it when they're talking about us and it's like we literally make up majority of our government and within power not us actually in our well actually when you think about it we do but we're not gonna get that's a conversation for another day (laughs) but you know whenever I find that word is when I'll find that word and if anybody has any suggestions I would love to hear your suggestions on that as of right now, I'm just going to keep saying regular folk because that's what we is, our, our working class. There we go. There we go. Working class individuals. Okay. So <laughs> that was a whole spiel for nothing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, so how does our social system limit genuine individuality in the workforce? In our society, I have noticed that there is a unspoken and sometimes spoken kind of mindset of there can only be one um, in the environment that you're in. So there can only be one CEO. There can only be one 
boy band that is topping the charts right now. There can be only one female artist that's topping the charts right now. There can only be one. (laughs) And the mindset of there can only be one reminds me of the phrase crabs in a barrel or crabs in a bucket. Whichever one that you use, I've heard different ones, but uh, crabs in a barrel, essentially you have a bunch of crabs in there. They're all wanting to get out. They all want the same thing. They have the same end goal. But as soon as one crab is a little bit higher than another crab, that crab that's below The highest crab will snatch him down and try to get on top. There can only be one crab to escape. Now, nature doesn't have this concept of like, oh, I need to be better than you. I need to do this. It's just survival. So for them, it's a survival tactic. And to an extent for us, there's also a survival tactic because everybody is trying to literally fun their way of survival not even living like I'm not even talking about luxury lifestyle I'm not even talking about being able to go out and go eat maybe go out to eat in a restaurant once a week and I'm not talking like Longhorn no hate to Longhorn or like Applebee's or actually no if you if you eat at Applebee's just don't even don't even come my way if you know me you know my 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 beef, my qualms, is it quorums, squalls, whatever the word is, I don't like Applebee's. Anyways, (laughs) I'm not talking about restaurants like that, but being able to access restaurants that are a little bit more high class. I'm not even talking about working towards that. I'm just talking about basic survival, being able to have food in your kitchen, being able to have a roof over your head, being able to have clothes on your back, water that's actually drinkable because you know flint still doesn't have that so people are just out here working to survive for the working class right but then you also have the working to survive the environment of there can only be one so perfect example right now we have a lot of young women artists i hate female artists i hate that so much the phrase female artists because we don't do that for male rappers like we don't be like oh what i do i just said that but as a whole whenever i say we i mean as a collective as a society as a whole we don't say oh here's the hottest male rapper out it's oh here's the hottest rapper out but as soon as we get new female rappers quote-unquote it's oh look at this new female rapper oh have you heard the hottest female rapper okay if you want to specify if they're a woman or a man cool I guess that matters say woman rapper why do y'all gotta say female I don't know I just feel like that's just a little (sighs) anyways we're getting off track we're getting off track as of right now we have a lot of women rappers coming up and very proud of them really loving the opportunity to see so many different styles in a way like yeah they may be talking about the same thing but their rap styles are a little bit different actually they're they're not it's a little bit more than a little bit anyways their rap styles are different and they give like great energy they're out there right love to see it however just like how I had that whole spiel about the word or the phrase female rapper, they all are getting classified under that female rapper kind of thing. And so 
when in that classification, it's who's the hottest female rapper out. It's not, oh, look at this collective of women artists who are coming out. They all do rap. Who's the hottest rapper out of all of these plus the men? Because we're not even going to get into that topic, but half the women that are on here could body majority of the men that y'all be supporting. But we're not going to talk about it. That's too much. Anyways, so (laughs) you have that. And with that type of environment comes the, oh, I'm the hottest rapper. I'm the hottest rapper. I'm the hottest female rapper out right now. Yada, yada, yada. So you have the crabs in a barrel concept come into play where they're all just pulling each other down because, no, I have to be the top of the top. Another example is Nicki Minaj. The way she acts around certain, hmm, by the alleged claims that are out there, because we don't, you know, everything's alleged nowadays. By the alleged claims that are out there, she has a tendency to be a bit harsh on upcoming artists that are women that don't really, you know, kiss up to her in the moments that she wants them to. So they may work together and then later on it's like, oh, they're not working together no more. Oh, I would never work with this person. And it's like, but you were just working with them. What happened? And it always looks and appears, I'm not going to say that it is, but it always looks and appears that Nikki is upset that she wasn't being kissed up to as if she was the queen of, the queen of rap which i mean we give her the title all the time i as much as i don't like her her music bops okay i i can't deny it she's a really good artist okay but but at the end of the day when are you going to allow the space for other artists to have that opportunity because as a woman you set that that pavement, that that road for a lot of women rappers to come out here and feel comfortable to do as they please and actually thrive in the rapping industry. But then when they work with you or if they want to work with you, it's a, oh, I got to I'm a picky. It's like, okay, Nikki, you're the crab at the top of the barrel that's already out, but you're making sure nobody else gets out of there. You're at the top pushing everybody down as soon as they reach the top. So it's like, why do we have this mindset? I don't know where it started. I would love to see how that comes about. But it's definitely a system that is put in our society to make sure there is only one. So the only one mindset is another reason that or another way that our social system limits genuine individuality with that there can only be one mindset comes a fear that, okay, if there can only be one, how am I going to be that one? Then you start overthinking of like, oh, am I able, am, then you start overthinking like, oh, am I even going to be able to do X, Y, and Z? Will I be able to even reach this mark? Are people going to see it? Are people going to take me seriously? Are people going to do this, this, and that? And it's a whole process because you don't have the ability to just sit there and create and put your work out there and be like, oh, if you like it, you like it. Oh, well, if they don't like it, that's food away from your table. That's food off your plate. That's a job vacation that you have to go put in or a job you don't want to go to at all 
So now you're not doing what you want in life and you're in the cycle of what can I do to survive right now? It's not even a, I can create just because I can create. You're creating in order to survive. And you can't even do that because you have to work to survive. We're going to get on the topic of capitalism on another episode. That's, that's going to be a long one. That's going to be a doozy. <laughs> but you have that fear behind being a creative in a society that promotes a lot of what I like to say, worker bees. It's nothing wrong with that. Everybody has their their cup of tea and everybody is not meant to be a creative i'm not saying everybody should just go out and be like oh bert gone with the wind let my hair down no 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 everybody shouldn't be painters everybody shouldn't be rappers everybody shouldn't do x y and z it's not for everybody okay but the same way that being a creative is not for everyone everybody is the same way that being a worker bee is not for everybody a lot of people kind of like i to put it lightly or not so lightly depending on how you take it but they kind of like lose themselves in the sense of them working for somebody else in a repetitive manner and not having the ability to have a not being able to have a safe space to work and create in that environment so like even if you are being hired as a social media manager this is just on my experience which is why I am using that job title if there's other job titles where you can be creative in and I'm just not it's not coming to mind please also let me know that too I would love to see what different creative jobs are out there but as a social media manager it's very hit or miss when finding a company or a firm or anything, anything job related that the person that you are working for, rather directly or indirectly, um, is not going to be super controlling. So like you are essentially there to create what they want. Absolutely understood. However, there is usually a relationship where you have mutual comments you have mutual inputs you have a mutual understanding that both parties are being involved in this creative outlet sometimes the job will be like hey i need you to do this do it just like this nothing else that's it that's all you're doing for the rest of your job like (laughs) They just want you to do one thing. You can't add. You can't change anything. It has to be exactly how that is because that's how they want it. Whereas social media is a very flexible and ever-growing platform or platforms rather that sometimes it doesn't always work when you're, oh, it has to be like this every single time. Sometimes the company, if they're big enough, They can do that. They can keep the same thing all the time and it doesn't have to switch up sometimes. But majority of people who are on social media, they will switch it up after a little bit. Um, Even if if they use that platform or that color scheme or whatever that it is that they're not trying to change for like a few years, maybe five, eventually they'll change it to because the audience will end up getting bored. (laughs) They want something new. It's 
we'll get to that last statement because I was going to say something else, but I need to finish this statement first. This way of looking at it uh, as if, oh, you're doing a job, you're doing great, you're getting paid, you have roof over your head, that's fine. But some people live to create. And I'm not saying that, every again, I'm not saying everybody should do it, but it's something that we should think about in our society for those who don't have that ability or that space to be able to support themselves on their creative work and have to go into a worker bee job and do that in order to survive and then don't have time to create. It's like a whole cycle. This brings me to my last point of capitalism. And that is the point that I had stopped myself on is that with capitalism, it's interesting that it does not support genuine individuality. However, the audience of capitalism continues to request individuality. However, when they get it, they're like, Ugh, what? I don't like it. I don't like it. And it's usually one person says they don't like it. And another person's like, mm, I think you're right. I don't like it either. And then it builds up more and more because as a mass collective, they don't like it. Because one person doesn't like it. They don't really have a mind of their own all the time. Um, not to say it's like, I'm not trying to make it seem like we can't do anything. No, I am. This is this is a a valid statement. We can't do anything under capitalism. We don't have a mind of our own under capitalism. Everything is literally force-fed to us under capitalism at the end of the day. So if one person who has enough power says, mm, I don't like this or has enough following on a platform says, mm, I don't like this. The people under it, majority of them are going to say the same thing. Now, of course, you're going to have supporters in the mix and they're going to be like, no, this is really great. I love this. Keep going. Keep going. Majority of the time, those are people who understand individuality as a, okay, this I don't have to like, but I like it on you. And like, this is something this is something that's coming from someone who used to be that way of like, Ugh, I don't like that. That's weird. If somebody did something different. So like I had a friend in high school, love her to death. Is she is she hears this, Mari? I love you. <laughs> but um she amazing. She was definitely a, a trendsetter for for high school. She wasn't at my high school, but like she went to a different high school and we whenever we hung out she would like do different things and sometimes I'd be like "Mm, why would you do that that's that's okay anyways so I remember us having a conversation about like the bottom lashes like the when they added the falsies on your bottom lashes for individuals too and like I immediately was like ugh, that's gross like that's mm -mm, that's ugly and like why would you even do that she still did it because like again she gonna do what she want to do love that for her but it's the fact that I at one point was like that and then later on I see other girls doing it and I'm like okay this makes sense now like I was just saying uh because nobody else was doing it now everybody's doing it I I like it kind of and it's like why is that because our system has it set up where we're all going for the majority we want to be liked by the majority and whatever the majority likes will like and if something is a little off and the majority doesn't like it it's like "Mm, you're weird and it's like is that person weird or are they actually being themselves 
and being true to themselves and not worried about other people and their opinions on how they dress or how they act and etc kind of thing capitalism is funny in that way she's a she's a funny girl she's a funny girl um (laughs) but if we're applying this to the creative industry how does the lack of support for individuality affect artists so we've talked about it in the workforce it's obviously not supportive of artists directly but it should be a little bit more supportive and a lot more there should be a lot more support and a lot more motivation within the artist community right obviously in the creative industry that's what we're here for however all of the same points that i mentioned in the workforce section that i was talking about can still be applied within the creative industry you still have the there can only be one mindset you still have the fear that comes from the there can only be one mindset and most of all you still have capitalism being involved so even in the examples that i gave earlier with the artists where we have women rappers coming up and they always are like in interviews when they're coming up oh you're the hottest female rapper da 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 that is another example that can be used for the workforce and for the creative industry because even if they weren't getting paid for it there would still be that fight for the top there would still be that it has to it can only be one person that can be at the top for this kind of thing and there can only be one winner now i'm not saying that if you're entering a competition you need to have participant rewards and everybody needs to get rewarded and everything entering a competition and entering or just putting out your art form in general because you're not even entering competition you just want to put out your art and let it be can should not be the same thing you know um a more smaller scale for the examples i've been giving are artists on tiktok when artists on tiktok are putting out their work they might not be Uh, they might not be putting it out to, they might not be putting it out to get money. They might just be putting it out to share their art, to share this different part of them with, you know, a a platform. They might not have anybody to show it to, or maybe they wanted to just show it on the platform and I don't know, get some recognition, but they're not in it for the money, right? Per, I just got a text from my grandma. She's on the way to... Yeah, I don't even know why I'm putting this in here. (laughs) Yeah, if they listen to this, I hope you have a great trip. Love you. (laughs) But you will have people commenting on these TikTok artists account. And they're like, well, such and such did it this way. And like, I don't like it like that. And da 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 da. Well, I don't like your art. This isn't that. And it's like, you're literally on a platform where you can scroll past and keep pushing and not interact with that artist at all. And you will probably never see their page ever again. Like, (laughs) you don't have to interact with it. But because it's not of the standards for mass consumption, people are like, obviously, you did this wrong. You shouldn't have done it like this. Because this person who sells 85 million copies every single year (laughs) does it like this. And they're successful. You're measuring success by the amount of people that you're reaching financially, not even emotionally, not even like spiritually. It's just by the standards of, oh, 
this person has 50,000 people that actually pays for their work. Does that mean it's good work? Like, (laughs) does it honestly mean that it's good work? We have a lot of artists and individuals that did, uh, they're, they're actually terrible human beings and they got paid buku loads of money. Are we going to sit here and be like, well, they, they were successful. Were they? Were they? Are we really going to just be like, well, they got money. So that's, that's what we're going to end this all at. Cool. Awesome. Great. (laughs) So the fact that even in that example that I gave an artist being literal scum, but the fact that they have money and they still get deals, that's the only reason that they are successful. And it's like, what, what actually defines success outside of capitalism? Because capitalism is going to say you're successful if you have buku money and a lot of investments and a lot of assets. Like, Yes, that is success. And it's like, mm, yeah, but how many people did you have to exploit? How much did you lose yourself to get to this point of quote unquote success in the capitalistic mindset, you know? And all of that, the fact that artists have to make money in order to survive, and then the fact that capitalism define success as how much money you have it can lead to like stress and lack of motivation as a creative because you're not receiving either not even in your own community or from the outside communities around you like it's just and and I don't want to say you're not receiving any at all but those three four five people that are rooting for you compared to the thousands of people that are not supporting you and are literally criticizing and I don't even want to say criticizing because criticism is always a good thing but they're just being harsh about it and not actually giving criticism they're just like it's not up to mass consumption standards so I'm gonna veto it I'm sorry babes and you're like what (laughs) what's occurring right now right like what's going on with all of that you you can easily feel non-motivated to do anything that you want to do because you're like, at this point, I might as well just get a regular old job that I don't even care about and I can still make money. Like, I got I got mouths to feed. I got to feed myself. I got bills to pay, like, et cetera, et cetera. You're stuck in a conundrum. And so this brings me to my final point that artists that can find the balance between being vulnerable in their art while also being accessible for everybody on a mass consumption is that should be a class in itself like that is such gold in the sense of like you're able to you're able to balance both the fact that you can include your own individuality within or amongst all of these carbon copies yet amongst all of these carbon copies you're still like the most mass produced person that's on there like everybody is intrigued and wants to come see you because you've you've literally mastered that part of it um great examples you have uh Lil Uzi like when I say I did not realize how I don't want to say universal, but I guess that's the word to use. Universal Lil Uzi was when I saw him at 
I think he's about to partner with a K-pop group. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, I'm not a Little Uzi fan, but I like music like that. So supports for him. You have Beyonce, a classic, a classic, well-known artist that can easily, easily um, balance between the two. Think of Lemonade. That that right there is vulnerability at its finest, but she was still able to relate it to a lot of people across honestly the world and so she ate she ate down with that she did um there's other artists that michael jackson there's other artists that i it's just not coming to mind right now but essentially yeah like you have artists out there that can do it it's just finding your groove and sticking to it it is going to take hard work at the end of the day everything that does you're not going to be able to do just any about anything without having hard work unless you want it to be you know if you want it to be crappy go ahead but i i like my stuff with quality so i'm gonna i'm gonna put in that hard work even though i don't like it <laughs> but at least you're putting in that hard work into something that you love so keep that in mind and as creatives all of us you don't even have to be creatives you can just be someone who wants to find a work-life balance to be able to focus more on yourself that still can be applied here as well so everybody who's listening we're gonna work on this together and we're gonna go through this journey together and it's gonna be absolutely amazing and we're gonna get on the other side of this and we're gonna kick capitalism in its butt okay period <laughs> but yeah so that's been my episode for today i've really been enjoying this i kind of wanted to talk about this for a little bit and um mainly because i've been going through it and this is like helping me remind myself while i'm helping y'all and reminding y'all so we are reminding each other and being in support and um a community with each other making sure that we're growing in this journey like we don't want to be stagnant so like if you are creative out there don't quit please don't quit we need you out here i know it's hard work but it's hard work that's going to be worth it if you got to work that extra job for a little bit do that but keep posting keep putting your stuff out there keep networking again this is for me and you so we doing this together i'm not just saying it okay <laughs> but yeah so that's it for today's episode yeah if you made it all the way to the end i do have a question that i would like y'all to like input when you put i think you can like what is it is it like score or like rate somewhere in spotify or whatever podcast platform you're using i'm pretty sure you can leave a comment somewhere but i would like for you to leave a comment to answer the question of like if you did not have to work for your basic needs so like a roof over your head food to eat water clothes if you didn't have to work for your basic needs what would you actually work for like what would you work so you could get money so you could pay for so yeah um oh education is also included in basic needs that's not a that's not an option so yeah let me know right okay cool so <laughs> i will chat with y'all later and i'll see y'all or talk to y'all on monday bye